Hallelujah. One verse, one verse. First uh, uh, um, Corinthians chapter 11, verse number one. The NIV version, the New International uh, Version says this. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Come on, read it with me. What does it say? Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. You may be seated. Hold that for me. Glory to God. Today's message is simply entitled, What Are You Doing? What are you doing? Father, we thank you, God, for the anointing, the unction of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence today. Oh, God, smile on us. Smile on us. Because without your smiling on us, Lord, we can not make it. Now have your way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Uh, I've got a number of verses in the scripture that I'll be alluding to, a little more than, than normal, but hopefully they'll have them available on the projector. But please follow along and, and, and take notes as the Spirit of God downloads into you. As you know, this is our theme. It's time to what? Shine. That's the theme of the church for 2020. And as I tried my best last week to uh, serve, the, uh, lay the foundation for this year, it's all about letting the light shine that others can follow into a place of safety. The storm is coming. We've just got a little taste of it this past, past week or so when we were almost on the verge of war and it's still not over yet. And that's just the beginning, as the scripture says, the beginning of sorrows. And as I shared last week, while it is the best of times, it's also the worst of times. And I heard the Lord preparing us at New Bethel. We must let our light shine. The reason is there's many people who are dying and are lost. And we're not being vigilant in the capacity that God has given us, that ministry of reconciliation, to bring somebody to Christ. I'm going to challenge us this year. I'm going to be meeting with the ministers in a couple of weeks, not this Monday, next Monday, on Martin Luther King's birthday. And I'm going to outline a number of things, of which we have to be responsible for someone coming to Christ this year, at least one person. How can we go through an entire year and when it's recorded in heaven, there's no names that have been assigned to us that we've brought to him? And it's not about, well, you better be grateful I'm here. What employer goes down to the, 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 the assembly line and says, hey, I'm glad you made it to work today. 
It is the responsibility and expectation that you're in your place. So we should not feel as if we've done something extraordinary to be in the house of God doing the things that the Lord has assigned us to. That is, uh, Greg, our expectation. And we have to remember we've got to give an account. Look at somebody say, we've got to give an account. So, so, so this message uh, relates to, again, building up to Vision Weekend. It's going to be a powerful weekend. Um, as we look to the vision casting of it's time to shine. Now, when we consider that scripture, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ, the, the King James Version, which we're more familiar with, says, follow me, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, as I, what? Follow Christ. The Apostle Paul speaking to the church at Corinth gave them the direction to follow me as I follow Christ. Now, now, many misinterpret that scripture. And that's why I used a couple of the versions, I'm going to use the New King James Version quite a bit, that we can get more accuracy in what the message is being given. Minister Holland, follow me as I follow Christ, all right? The real meaning does not denote follow me in the direction I'm going. See, when we hear follow me, we think you're going somewhere and we're to follow where you're going. That's how most individuals interpret that. Follow me as I follow Christ. Well, where am I going? Well, follow me and I'll show you. No, 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 no. That is not the interpretation of that scripture. It's not about the direction that you're going, but rather follow me in my actions of how I'm living. That's the true understanding of that scripture. It's not about going to a destination, a direction, but rather how I'm acting. The New King James Version of that scripture says, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. That's the following, not in a direction where we're going, but rather follow me in how I'm living. It's time to what? Shine. That's why the message says, what are you doing? Because you are an epistle or a letter that people are reading. Many in our jobs, in the community, even in our family, will never pick up a Bible. They don't know that there's 66 books in the Bible. They have no clue as to where the book of Psalms is. 
uh, in even Matthew or Revelation or what it means. Uh, thank God, even our children now are being taught the books of the Bible. And I remember even when the girls were small, when we had the school and children's church, they had to know the Bible going from Genesis to Revelation and from Revelation back to Genesis. Our society today does not promote the word. Hear me? They have no clue as to the scriptures. So, in shining, the only word people are going to read are our lives. So on the job, in school, at Walmart or Dollar Store or Neiman Marcus... Whether at Wendy's, four for four dollars. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Y'all don't think I know about these things. There's a Wendy's down the street from me. Or Capitol Grill. People are reading us. They're looking at us. And that's why the apostle told the church at Corinth, don't Follow me in a direction. Imitate what I'm doing. If you want to know how to live, look at me. Why is that important? Because as you know, I've overemphasized and reiterated over and over and over again. It's not about our Christian experience, but rather our Christian lifestyle. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Peter reminds us. In First uh, Peter chapter two, New King New King, uh, the New King James Version, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him. Let's look, look, who called you out of darkness, where into His marvelous light. You who were not a people, but now are the people of God. Who have obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. You see, we have a responsibility of showing the light of God. How do we do that? With our life. So what are we saying? How do we joke? We're... we're how do we react when situations in our lives are not comfortable? Help me, Holy Ghost. And listen, that's why, thank God, our church has many different variations or generations. Because you each can relate with the generation that you are a part of. I can't get up and... Uh, give a, uh, a word like uh, uh, Keisha and Lakeisha and LaShawn can do. Our day was, uh, uh, you know, the temptations, the spinners, the, 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 the good old days, Di Diana and the Supremes, the Ohio players. <laughs> earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luther Vandross. 
Y'all getting excited up in here. So when, when the, uh, the interpretation of music and, and the arts use rap and other things of that nature, I'm saying go ahead, but that's beyond my generation. I'm not going to condemn them because that's them. But they now have to let their light shine through their rap. Through their word. So that the light of God is reflected even to their generation. I wish somebody hear me. We are in a YouTube generation. But how many of us have our own YouTube channels that reflect a Christian lifestyle as a ginger? No one preaching. We don't need to hear about no preachers of Atlanta, preachers of LA, preachers of Detroit. Oh, and thank God, the, the wise of all those places. Oh, I can't stand it. They, 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 it's just created for drama. I hate drama. I don't want drama. Get drama out of here. Then you try to bring that same drama in your household. The devil is alive. So, 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 but where are the generations that have created YouTube, hear me? YouTube channels and on, on social media reflecting the lifestyle of a child of God that relates to our time. And then we who are on Facebook, we got to reach out to those that are on our Facebook uh, channels that to show the light of God. And for us to be on social media uh, not representing Christ is meaning that our light is shining in the wrong direction. That's why the message is, what are you doing? Because whether you believe it or not, listen, somebody's watching you. Somebody's listening to you. The moment you declare, and I hope you have declared you're a child of God, somebody say, all right, I'm going to see how they handle this situation. And sometimes they set it up specifically to see how you're going to act. Ah, we're going to see if you really mean this thing. They'll start a lie on you just to see how you're going to react. <laughs> That's why uh, he said you got to proclaim the praises of him that has called you out of darkness into his what? Marvelous light. And as we see throughout the New Testament, this juxtaposing or positioning between light and darkness. When you look through the scriptures, the New Testament, you often see light, darkness, light, darkness, because there's a difference. Hallelujah. That's why I'm so upset with uh, the, the president and others who proclaim that they're Christians, but their life does not reflect that. To say I am a Christian is a privilege. To say that I'm a born-again believer is a privilege, not a cliche. 
Because the moment you declare that, that means your life has to reflect the life of Christ. And can you say what a person's doing? It's not about judging. Don't be judging me. I'm not judging you. But if you say you're an apple tree, why am I seeing onions? I'm not judging. It's just that what you're saying doesn't uh, relate with what I see. Oh, I feel like y'all don't, y'all don't want to. You want, <laughs> Hallelujah. How can you declare that I'm a child of God and I see you going in and out of the casino? Oh, got quiet now. And you stop by to get the ticket on the way to church. On the way to church. Talking about if I hit, I'm going to give God his tithes. The devil is a lie. People are watching you. So when you get upset, are they hearing curse words coming out of your mouth? Oh, I feel like preaching. Ah, it, it makes me cringe when I'm at the restaurant. And I'm sometimes with people of God. And when I see their reaction, if maybe their meal doesn't come like they wanted it. I've seen the people of God become so ugly and mean. And take this back. I didn't ask for this. Ooh, and I said, come up, Holy Ghost, because I really want to. But I got to remember somebody's watching me. Do you hear what I'm saying? How do we relate? Even when situations go wrong. When, when, when the bill collector calls and you know you haven't paid, are you going to bless them out? Don't be calling my house. Then they see you singing up in the choir, that same person. The message is, what are you doing? How are you relating? Help me, Holy Ghost. You're talking about I'm, I'm, I'm a child of God and you just happen to lay your cell phone down. And someone picks it up and sees all this porno on, uh, porn on because you forgot to turn it off. So when they get your phone, then they're getting ready to give it back to you because you laid it down. They say, oh, Jesus. Then they keep looking. Am I preaching this morning? Some folk got double passwords on your phone. Double verification. Because you don't want anyone to get on your phone. You don't hear me. What are you doing? John, now we've already dealt with the apostle Paul. When he talked to the Corinthian church. 
John, in his book, 1 John chapter 1, 5 and 6 says, This is the message which we've heard from him and declare to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not practice the truth. How can you declare that you are with God, but instead of light, there's darkness? The Lord is laying this foundation for us to understand. This year, as we win people to Christ, as our mission must be about souls. We've done great exploits with community work, but we got to get back to outreach. We got to get back to evangelism. We got to get back, not about filling up New Bethel. That's not the issue. I'm talking about getting people ready for the kingdom of God. It's not about just us, but going through our neighborhoods, our families, recognizing that people are dying. They don't want to hear you, but you, gotta, you can't stop. You got to be convincing. Ah, that's, 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 that's the message. That's the type of preaching I enjoy. Uh, apologetics where you give an argument that a person cannot deny what you're saying is true. Based on the scriptures, based on the word. We have to persuade men. That's what the Bible said, to persuade individuals. Remember, Paul was before King Agrippa, and he said, Woo, you almost persuaded me to become a Christian. Why? Because of his testimony, his presentation of the gospel. His, oh, help me. That's why some of you have had experiences so that now you can relate specifically allowed you to go through things so that now you can help somebody in the same situation. I was on the bed on that floor in the hospital where they wouldn't let everybody come in. I know how God can deliver your mind. You can't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ and what the Lord has done for you. He allowed you that experience because there's somebody that needs to hear. He's able to bring you out. He's able to turn your life around. He's able to give you a brand new mind and to change your emotions and your mental condition. Some of y'all were scared to go out the house having all kind of panic attacks and the Lord has delivered you. You can't be quiet about that. You got to be able to share and tell somebody, I know how the Lord can deliver you. And it's not through medication only. 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 Take your medicine, hallelujah. I know I'm preaching. Here, let me hurry up. Paul told the church at Ephesus, chapter 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness 
of their heart. You cannot walk like people in the world. They're at a different plane of understanding. And if you're not careful, you'll look at them to be envious. I wish I could do what they're doing. The devil is a lie. They're in darkness. Oh, hallelujah. Sad situations where family members kill other family members. And I can share some things that when you sit in my seat and you hear and you're counseling people and praying for people in the conditions of this world, when you look on the television screen and find that this person caught some type of virus and now they have no longer use of their hands. And here we have our hands and are able to work them and use them and somebody else is just wishing I can lift my hand up. We take so many things for granted, not realizing, Deacon Jones, how good God's been to me. He says, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. There's a spirit in the world it's just a spirit of lewdness. How people act to fulfill lust and don't mind showing it. Not a shame. See what I'm doing. Encourage you to, to do the same thing. That's the spirit of lewdness. But look what Paul said in verse 20. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. He then goes on to say in chapter five, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Our life has got to reflect the light of God. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Sometimes it's about just having the right attitude. <sighs> Take off that evil disposition. People are afraid to talk to you, afraid to speak to you, because you don't, they don't know what day you're having. <laughs> they don't know whether you're getting ready to bite them or smile at them because you keep vacillating. <laughs> Take off that old man. Part of, part, of, part of Christian maturity, I'm almost finished, is being consistent. Trouble is coming. As we live, trouble is coming. Things are not always going to go our way but you have to maintain a spirit of being consistent. I love the Lord regardless 
of what's happening in my life. I'm going to live right. I don't care what happens. I'll be meeting with certain groups, and one of my challenges, I see them vacillate. One day they're on, on, on fire for God. The next day, oh, woe is me, the trouble I had. Oh, I'm ready to give up. All this, I don't have no money. Next day they're giving away money. Be consistent. Here, let me finish up. Y'all being blessed today. Verse, uh, uh, so for you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is, the ex- what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of what? Darkness. But rather expose them. Oh, some of you won't open your mouth because you don't want somebody to know that you don't believe what they're doing is wrong. And even if it is your own family, I love you, but I can't condone what you're doing. You know it's wrong. Now, I still love you, but it's not the way of God. Y'all hear me? And listen, you got to go to some people and tell them, now you know better. Come on. Don't get quiet on me. You know better. It'd be different if it was somebody who had never been exposed, but you know better. You know what God's done for you. And you're going to act a fool? Amen. Some of us need to have family meetings. They'll tell you, I have family meetings. You know where I got that from? Uh, He might not be where he should be right now, but I got it from Bill Cosby. On the Cosby show. That really impacted my life because as an African American in that time, the only other time you saw black folks was whether they were uh, uh, jokers. The devil made me do it. Or in a menial position. That show really reflected African Americans can become. Uh, part of middle class and I saw a lot of things that he did in the show the writers etc and I emulated it we had we have family meetings even today some of some some of us need to have some family meetings first of all some of you need to start eating together at the same table and when you're at the table put the phone down also, I don't get too many amens. Expose darkness. It's not right. Hear me, hear me, saints. Oh, I'm trying to finish up. When you know somebody's acting out of character and spreading a lie, you just can't be quiet. You got to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, you know that's not true. That you know that is not what you're describing that person is. I don't care if it is your grandmother. <laughs> Grandma, you know that's not right. Stop it. Now, you might not get sweet potato pie for a week, but stop it. Sometimes we got to let people know. Are you hearing me? To expose the darkness. 
It's not of God. Let me finish up. Come on, start playing something to keep me focused here. Hallelujah. John said, uh, this is John, and this is the words of Jesus. I'm going to conclude with that. Jesus spoke to them again in chapter 8 of St. John, verse 12. He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. Here it is, but have what? The, the light of life. In me there is no darkness. I'm the light of the world. And if you're saying that you are my son, my daughter, you've got to reflect the same light. Hear me. And we saw, you know, I taught it on, I taught many times. Jesus showed many sides. There were times he got angry, but he got angry and did not sin. There's some things that cause us to get, should get angry about there's a thin line between anger and sin so you can show the light of God even in anger how the Lord we would act is how we should reflect and then finally in St. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 the scripture that we've been relating to he then says, Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Not his good works. Your good works. The things that you're doing becomes the reflection of God. What are you doing? Not what God did, what you did. Let people see the light through your actions, through your reactions. I've got to say, Lord, forgive me. In instances that I stepped out of the character of God and walked in my own flesh, forgive me, Lord. And I pray that you give me another chance. There were some people, listen, I hear you, Holy Ghost. We were supposed to reach who were servers in the restaurant, but we failed to open up our mouths. Holy Ghost said, witness to that person. Maybe they were a different color. Maybe they were a different age. But the Holy Spirit said, just say something nice to them. Start a conversation. Because they need to hear a word. Hear what I'm saying? God is asking us, what are you doing? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven if you've been blessed today come on and give God praise in the house <laughs> father thank you Lord for how good you've been and for blessing us with this service thank you for the worship thank you for showing up that we may feel your presence now Lord thank you God even for this reminder as it's time to let the light shine that we are shining the light of Christ now today you brought someone here specifically to hear this word and for somebody else to step forward and declare I'm ready to proclaim that Jesus is my Lord and my King now have your way 
in Jesus' name. Come on, one more time. Give God praise today.